This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the upcoming free agency. Who will the Redskins go after? Jason Campbell to get an offer from the Redskins, according to Shanahan. O-line prospects from the Combine. And much, much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening, people? What's up? What's up? What's happening? Welcome. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Welcome How many to... Canadian players do we have on the Redskins? Uh, we had Sean uh... Sweezen, but he got... <laughs> Solid. Mm. Greetings, my excellent friend. There's Dude, bound to be late. one Canadian player, at least on the Redskins right now. Anybody uh, knows the answer, um... write it in. Um, right in and tell us. Um, um, I think Garcon might be. Uh, uh, Pierre Garcon is Haitian. Oh, well, Seriously, well, dude. that was just a guess, dude. I didn't know. <laughs> you, you're just going with the French last name. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, yeah, fair enough. That's that's profiling. Um, yeah, you know what other profiling is gonna? I'm getting ready to say. I'm so mad that we have to go to Russia in four years for the next Winter Olympics. We're just going to destroy them. I hope so. <laughs> Russia, this is for you. To Russia with love. I can't believe we didn't pull off that game today, dude. I'm so mad. Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah, it would have been nice to have uh, won that hockey game at the end of the run there. But uh, <laughs> anyway, enough about hockey. You know, Let's talk about a real sport. It'd be football. great. It'd be great if they would like. Well, it'd be great if Canada would play real football. Yeah. And well, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna miss football in the Olympics. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. I'm gonna yeah. miss every night the soothing voice of Bob Costas that makes me fall asleep, and then the grating <laughs> voice of Marianne Carrillo that wakes me back up. <laughs> I'm gonna say that I miss that. <laughs> That's how they keep you awake, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna miss turning on MSNBC and CNBC at any hour of any day for the last 17 days and seeing curling, dude. How come Mary <laughs> Carrillo? No matter what time it was, if they were showing the Olympics, curling was on. I was like, wow, it's it's become very very popular. It's it's rather good sport to watch and drink beer watching, dudes. How come Mary Jo Carrillo has looked the same age, roughly 50, for like the last 30 years? <laughs> I don't know, dude. But, but you mentioned curling, drinking beer while watching curling. I would imagine you could drink beer while playing curling or while curling. Yeah, dude. You know, stay I, cold. I bet, in a not, I bet in a non-sanctioned event. You could curl um, with beer bottles. You could just leave your beer bottle or if you're ghetto can. On the ice <laughs> as you're uh, throwing the rock and sweeping and, and yelling hard. 
<laughs> and stuff like that. And just leave your beer right there. And when the rock is done doing what it's doing, you, you get up and slide with your one sliding no, foot back to the beginning and go pick up your beer and have a drink. And it just stays no, nice dude. and frosty right there on the ice. No, Pretty I think cool. you have it. You almost have it, John, but you have it a little bit wrong. What happens uh, is the people that are brushing or sweeping or whatever, they put their right. beer bottle down at the same time the rock gets being thrown or slid. <laughs> they slide their beer bottle towards the finish. It's so it's there. following oh. them the whole way. And then they get down there and they finish their thing and they turn around and it slides right into their hand. And that if, if they don't happen to have awesome. any rocks you're just playing a local <laughs> game of curling, you can just use a 12-pack of beer bottles as the curling That's rock. true. That is true. I think curling is pretty damn sweet. I think it's cool. Remember when I wanted to put one in the gym? Remember? <laughs> yeah, we figured out we couldn't put it like... like The only way we could fit it in there is if we put it diagonal from corner to corner. And <laughs> we measured. <laughs> I don't know. Actually you, measured would... the gym. I think it would be funny to show up at like your local, you know, recreational skating rink with a whole bunch of curling gear and just like go out on the ice and start like, you know, setting up your course and all people are skating and just start, start curling. I think that would be kind of fun. Yeah. Anyway, on to another cool sport, football, and more importantly, the Washington Redskins. Washington curlers. Free agency's coming up, dudes. March 5th. That's this week. That's right. right. Um, and some folks who are free agents will have a lot more time on their hands to do things like curling. That's right. But what about Jason Campbell? The word around the street is that Mike Shanahan has said Jason Campbell will get an offer from the Redskins. Of course he's going to. What street? Dudes. I mean, why wouldn't they make him an offer? Because if he comes... What, a restricted free agent, then the Redskins would get like a first round and a third round for him or something like that? Something like that as a first round pick. Yeah, we we get major compensation for him if he goes to another team. Um, also, we don't need to burn our first round pick on a quarterback. We need to, I think, go with someone who has some experience and is used to playing behind a horrific offensive line and worry about <laughs> drafting offensive linemen to make it a better deal. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said in my post this week that Josh didn't read. That's right. <laughs> so, I did like the uh, JC and the Sunshine Band caption, though. I thought that was nice. It looked like he was playing in someone's basement or something. Right. Um, the quote from Shanny. Uh, Shanny. Aaron. Shanahan. Aaron. <laughs> you hit the wrong key. <laughs> Shanahan, and then we get the insane kids laugh. <laughs> the report from Shanty is that, uh, quote, yeah, we'll tender an offer for Jason next week. Someone says, what level to tender? And he says, medium rare. No, he says, just wait, it'll be an exciting time for you, which I immediately said, it's always an exciting time. It's the off season. That's when we have the best time in Redskin land every year. Yeah, we destroy <laughs> the off season, man. Man, we rule the off season. Yeah, so uh, why wouldn't they give Jason Campbell an offer even if they had no intention of him playing a snap this season? That would be dumb. Yeah. That'd be something Zorn yeah. or Vinny Serato would do, like cut him. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny would come no, up Serato and be like. Serato would cut him and be like, but I'm keeping that Sean Sweezum guy. He is clutch. 
thing. What? So the word is they're going to give him a. Uh, they're going to offer him a tender. Um, I think it's in a uh, his quote. Just wait, it'll be an exciting time for you. Um, I don't know if that was oh we've got some really interesting stuff coming up because we know that everyone's freaking out about it and everyone's worried that we're not going to do something smart like draft offensive linemen or maybe <laughs> draft down and get even more offensive linemen. Um, or maybe he's just being your typical kind of jackass Mike Shanahan that he always is and being like, just wait, it'll be an exciting time for you, parentheses, jackass. Because <laughs> that's just how Mike Shanahan has always been. He's kind of a, a jerk. In other words, like, get a life and leave me alone. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Larry. Larry. Oh, I would love yeah, to see Mike Shanahan. Jackass, Larry Michael still has a job, unfortunately. I would love to see Mike Shanahan, you know, uh, tell Larry Fancy Michael jig. Where, to, where to go. Wouldn't that be nice? I would like to see, like, this real <laughs> super um, rift there, like this rivalry. Like, Shanahan's like, that guy's got to go, otherwise I'm out of here. That'd yeah, be awesome. wouldn't that be nice? Because then Larry Michael would be announcing for the Eagles next week his true colors would show through. Shining <laughs> <laughs> through. Don't be afraid. Okay, so um, did anyone see the Combine uh, this weekend? I think Josh saw some of it. I saw some bits and pieces of it, but not the whole thing. All right, I watched about 10 minutes of it when the offensive linemen were running the 40-yard dash, which was, which was quite comical. But this one dude, it always is. This one dude that I'm surprised Vinny already doesn't have signed before he left. Um, Bruce Campbell from <laughs> Maryland, um, offensive tackle. He ran like a four eight forty and a thirty some thirty two inch vertical leap, I believe. And he pretty looked pretty outstanding there. And they say what, he's gonna, what's his dimensions? What what is his height and weight? Uh, what was he six six? Six six three twelve three eighteen or three twelve. Yeah, he's kind of light for that tall, but he was cut, dude. And um, yeah, that, that vertical leap. Cut. Yeah, cut like ooh yeah, cut or cut like like <laughs> cut cut. He was pretty. Was cut. that like your Randy Macho Man Savage impersonation? Ooh yeah. But then um, I have to point out that they're projecting him to go somewhere near the bottom of the first round. So if we traded down, he could be one of the guys. The problem, though, dudes, with trading down is the Rams have the first pick. Everyone knows they already want to trade down. Nobody wants the first pick because they don't want to pay some some Jamarcus Russell guy forty million dollars for someone that sucks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not that we know if you know that what these first few guys if they're going to be good or not, but since they haven't instituted a salary cap for rookies yet, because this whole upheaval with the next season being an uncapped year probably and all that stuff, you know the Rams don't want to spend all that money. They're in danger of losing their team to Los Angeles anyway, going back to Los Angeles, and you know it, it, they are going to have trouble trading down. Uh, the Lions have also expressed interest in it, and they're going to have trouble. No one wants to get up to that first spot and spend all that money right now. So we're sitting at number four, and I'm afraid we're not going to get good value if we do trade down. We're not going to get good value for what we want. So what you're saying is that there's no players worth the top three picks that these teams can afford. That's uh, That might be their opinion. So... um. 
And especially, you know, there's always that perception. People want to, if you spend all that money on one of the first picks, at least you got to get a quarterback because you don't want to spend it on a defensive end, blah, 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 and stuff like that, or a defensive lineman, so, which I think is kind of dumb. I understand the quarterback's the most important position on the field, but, you know, if if you've got a Lawrence Taylor in the making at number one, then you you got to pay him that money anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know what to say then, dude. I would think the people that were sitting around the mid-teens picks are probably in the best place in the first round then. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we can work something out. Um, I mean, we could always make a trade with the Raiders. They'll do something dumb. I don't know, but I can tell you this. There are a lot of offensive tackles in this draft that are predicted to go in the first couple rounds. Yeah, there's a lot of good... uh, there's a lot of good players out there that they're saying. Um, a lot of fatties that might be able to help the team out there. I would like us to get a couple of them. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I would like us to get two tackles. Two fatties. Uh, one guard. Et cetera, uh, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, Josh, did you see anything from the combine you want to comment on? No, but I just wanted to go back to where you started with that about the comical running of the 40 by the uh, <laughs> offensive lineman because um, it's even more comical when you watch it in slow motion. Do you, well, know- you know what? Actually, Aaron, I don't know if you have it queued up or not, but if you actually speed it up to like double time and you play uh, Yakety Sax, I think it'll work out <laughs> really well. <laughs> <laughs> slow motion though, dude. You literally see like every ripple of weight moving from side <laughs> to side. Yeah, but it's not going to be Line half folds. as comical. It wasn't half as comical Line as folds. when you and I are going to run the 40 after we had the wings challenge in Canton. I told you to get ready, man. I'm running like an 11.6 now. Get ready. <laughs> but not Dang. not after you eat 20 uh, um, suicide wings and your mouth is on fire. I don't think you're going to be able to run that many. <laughs> or you might run faster. Who I knows? cannot wait. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> Dudes, it's 20 suicide wings plus an extra side of suicide sauce that you have to dip them in. That's what it is. Dude, I'm not an doing extra the extra side, side of, sauce? of sauce. No, I'm not doing that. Oh, what's That's not in the deal. Oh, Josh, Josh, you keep adding to the deal, and you're like, and you can't drink anything. You can't have anything to wash it down with. And I was like, dude, you can't eat wings and not at least have beer to wash it down with. That's un-American. That's and, fine. No dude, problem. here's the reasoning behind the sauce for me. That stuff gets in your, like, cuts and, like, your cuticles around your fingernails. And if you have any, like, cuts in there, it's going to burn forever. You're obviously not a serious wing eater, dude. You're not bringing your uh, own gloves. I was about to say, do you need, like, a pair of, uh... Latex gloves. I don't you're need your own. You're not bringing your own wing eating gloves, dude. I don't. I'm not bringing any gloves. I dude. have a personalized monogrammed pair. <laughs> what do they say? I have wing? a monogrammed <laughs> pair, dude. Do they it's, say wings? Pretty much the same. It? It's pretty much a wide receiver glove, but the fingertips are like a little more honed. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> anyway, uh, David in Michigan uh, wrote us in once again and said that he could easily kick your butt, but he's not going to be in Canton. So, ah, bring it, bring it. So, Aaron, you were talking about that dude from uh, Maryland who you made that comment about Vinny going after. Since we always seem to sign a bunch of guys from Maryland that suck. Yeah. Um, 
One of the people that I heard about, and I don't know why this guy keeps coming up, because I don't even think Idaho is... I think Idaho is one double A, but it's this guard, Mike Iupati, uh, um, who apparently is really good. And I I don't know... I think he had a pretty good combine, because I heard something yesterday on, on TV about it as well, or about him as well. Um, so if there there's a buzz going on about him, and he's from a school like Idaho, uh, he might be pretty decent. He's a guard, though, you said. Yeah, we need a guard. Yeah, but we need a tackle worse. Yeah, we do need a right tackle more than anything else. What's his name? What's this guy's name? Ayupati. Oh, yeah, they've got they've got him on ESPN's draft board going 14th. What about yeah, that Russell? He's, he's what about that up? Russell Okung, dude? Dude, he's um, a he's a, he's up there. He's they think he's going to be about the seventh person taken. A lot of people yeah, are saying I the Redskins. Think, I are think take Okung him. is going to be top five, honestly, especially with I the Lions we, there ahead of us. Uh-huh. I think we need to take him at four if he's there. If he's there, I think the Lions are going to get him because they got their quarterback. Now they need someone to protect him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really um, wouldn't mind that pickup, dude. Yeah. What? So what's the dude? What's his name? Ryan Beluga or Balaga or something like that? Bulaga. Beluga. The dude from Iowa. The guy from Iowa, Beluga, no sperm whale, no Beluga. Um, Mike Ayupati, mm-hmm. Beluga dude. I the letter I, the letter U, and then P A T I. Yeah, and it's Brian Beluga. He's like the twelfth guy on the ESPN's board from Iowa. Mike Ayupati from about, Idaho, dude. And I know we don't talk yeah, about rumors, rumors Idaho, here, but since we're talking about the draft pick. And it was one of the links that we pulled some stuff from from the Washington Post. And um, it's really all about rumors at this point anyway, with, there was with talk as far about, as the draft is concerned. There was talk about Jason Campbell going to Buffalo for Dante Whitner and a draft pick. I didn't say anything about that. Wow. Just, I'm saying. Been out there. Somewhere. Where'd you see that? I saw it on the Post. I didn't see it. When was that I've up there? I never heard that. Uh, on February the 26th, there was a whole article about Redskins. I have plenty of offensive linemen from which to choose. Anyway, um, it's there. Interesting. 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 Uh, but I don't know. The latest word I saw was that Shanahan was going to offer Campbell a deal. So... Well, like you said, maybe it, maybe who knows what the plans are. It's going to be one of those crazy weeks as we go roll into free agency, rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, speaking of quarterbacks, um, Sam Bradford showed up to the uh, combine and he put on. I, it was somewhere around 15 pounds of pure muscle, even though he's injured. Um, mm-hmm. Since the last time he made any kind of public appearance, apparently, because nobody noticed this until two days ago. Um. H-G-H. So I guess he's trying to dispel the, the the theory out there, I guess, or from people such as myself that he is too um he's not he's not really just big enough to play quarterback. I think he's gonna be an injury prone five year player that goes to two or three different teams or something like that. I think he's gonna get hurt a lot. So apparently he's been uh he's been eating his stacker three thousand or whatever that stuff is. You know, those big things of powder that you get at GNC and you make those shakes and stuff. Weight gain 4,000? Yep. Yeah. Weight gain. Weight gain. Beefcake! Beefcake! 
Okay. We've you know, who, you know who else? You know who else may or may not be back next year is uh, Casey Raybach. That's true. Yeah, he. Of course, we were planning on talking about that in the second half of the show. Oh, sorry. I'll hold on to that. I'll hold on. <laughs> Don't mean to jump ahead there. Um, just rewind. <laughs> Do that little rewind sound, and we'll just forget I ever said it. Oh yeah, here it is. Well, but, but, <laughs> no, actually, we we're going to talk about that at the end of the first half. Um, so actually, we roll. We are rolling into that, as a matter of fact. So I, I think well, we're this... in a good position to talk about that. Perfect are you sure, timing. John? Have you ruled on this? Can we talk about it? Um, I don't, let me hold on. Let me let me check. Uh, let me check with everybody. After and you jumped on Josh's case is... about bringing it up, now you're saying we can't Seriously. talk about it. What do you guys say? <laughs> Seriously, that's like slapping my hand as I'm reaching into the cookie jar right before you're about to serve the cookie. I know, dude. <laughs> John, you're so good. It's like you that. can't have that cookie. I'm just kidding. Here you go. We're we're talking about that later, Josh. Okay, you can talk about it now. <laughs> I think I know what it is, is that I had actually uh, slated that. It was slotted for the second half of the show, and then I, I bumped it back up because I thought it would help the flow better. So, yeah, my God, my, my bad. Anyway, I yeah. Um, apologize. All right, enough of that, John. Now that you've, you know, infuriated Josh to no end. All right. All right, go ahead and talk about it, Josh. Go ahead. Am I finished? Am I finished? Yeah, I'm finished. Chaotic funk. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? You know what's funny is I didn't even see it on the itinerary because I was looking for the word Raybach, and then I just noticed you wrote it on there as chaotic funk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Casey Raybach's going to be a free agent, and supposedly, or at least there are there are uh, people saying that the Redskins have opened uh, contract talks with his agent. Um. Because I guess he could he, what he could become an unrestricted free agent on March fifth, right? Um, we shall see. Yeah, what yeah. What else do we want to say about? And he's one of the Funk dudes could be back in Washington. I mean, even though he he's holds on one... runs occasionally, he actually had a pretty solid season last year. And we can't afford to lose offensive linemen that actually play you, well. You mean he was on the team last year? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and another guy we can't afford to lose that we didn't even talk about last year was Dockery. Yeah. He played. Yeah, I'll tell you who yeah. we can't afford to lose is John Jansen. Oh wait, <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> no, but uh, Samuels. However, we still don't know if he's coming back or not. I'm thinking he's not right, going man. to come back, but that's just me. I don't think he's going to come back either. And it sounds like the team is already move, making plans. Um, pretty much moving on, saying they don't think he's going to be coming back. You know what that means. That means a hard need... hat will go for an extra twenty dollars on eBay. That also means that we need a couple <laughs> of offensive tackles, and that's why I think we should trade down and get two of them in the draft. And I was thinking about going out for the team this year. Actually, if, if we if we do something stupid like picking up a quarterback, <laughs> then you was... might have a chance. <laughs> Josh would be like, I, I could totally seriously... beat Mike Williams in the forty. <laughs> I could totally beat Mike Williams, man. <laughs> Like, if Mike Williams can do it, I can do it. I can bring it back. Quite frankly, that'd be cool if you did go out for the team and made it just to get a picture of you hanging out with the other offensive linemen because suddenly you would be the twig of the group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now you know how I feel. They'll be like, he's trying really hard. He just doesn't quite have the footwork. <laughs> Joshy. 
Joshy, Joshy. Uh, anyway. Oh, Red Snapper, on the other hand, is also has said in an interview or report that I read from the Post that he has not heard from the team as of yet. But I find it interesting that he negotiates his own contracts and is also, without an agent, one of the top played players at his position. Maybe yeah. the team doesn't the realize is, he doesn't have an agent. They're trying to call somebody. They they call the thing call. is with him, <laughs> all every year Albright does the same thing. He only signs one-year contracts every single year, and he only makes the base salary. <laughs> Why is he like one of the top played Top paid at his position. It's because he's 38, so he's got like those those accelerators. As uh, you know, the older you get, when you when you uh, get more experience in the league, as you build up those years of experience, your base salary rises. So it sounds like a contradiction, but his base salary of eight hundred and forty five thousand dollars a year is much higher than the base salary of someone who is 28, as opposed to 38 with him. Oh, it's only it. slightly higher than my base salary. So he doesn't really negotiate too much. He just takes the base, the, the league minimum every year. Yeah, exactly. It'd be cool if they could like kick him an extra fifty bucks or something. Like, dude, we're gonna <laughs> give you eight hundred forty-five thousand dollars and fifty cents. Well, no wonder he doesn't have an agent because you know then he'd get under the league minimum. Seriously, dude. I think he realizes agent. that he's got a super cush job as far as football is concerned. He's thirty-eight. He's still really healthy, and he he takes very little punishment on the field. He gets like one tackle a season. Yeah, he might and, play till he's forty eight, dude. Seriously. And he hasn't missed a game since he's been on the Redskins. I mean, I can people see him can't being even the line up over him when he snaps the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's right; they're not allowed anymore. Anyway, so those those guys are trying to sign a deal this week before free agency kicks in on Friday. And. Friday. Um, well, you see, let's right take a day. break, and uh, when we come back, we will talk about the Westbrook Westbrook affair. And what you're going to bring back <laughs> the the old school break? Something we haven't heard for a few years. Something vintage. The old school break. Yeah. Um, I don't have that queued up. Oh, you did. You did. You had it before we started. I did. Yeah, you played it. Oh, you mean the commercial? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commercial break. All right, here. We'll talk to you after this break. (laughs) This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. Now in high definition. Only at HarryHogFootball.com and RedskinsBook.com. Hi guys, hi all you Harry Hog listeners out there. I just wanted to stop in and say hello. My name is Harriet Hogg. My husband Harry and his buds, Aaron, Josh, and John, do a great job on the Harry Hog podcast every week. And if you aren't listening, make sure you tune in. Go to Apple's iTunes and download it for free. It's free. And hey, what's free these days? Also, make sure you get online and go to HarryHogFootball.com for everything that you need to know about the Redskins. That's HarryHogFootball.com. Take care, guys. And as always, hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, joke them. 
Experience proves that nothing takes the place of quality. You hear the quality of Harry Hog football. Again and again, you enjoy the charm of its delicious sounds and its cool, clean aftersense of complete refreshment. Your ears ask for nothing more. All right, we're back. John was asking for a little more time for his TBS and his shake weights. <laughs> Throw in an extra commercial there. He had his shake weight routine to knock out. <laughs> in just six seconds, my whole body was Ooh, sweating. I'm back, dudes. Man, my arms are tired. Have you guys <laughs> tried the shake weight thing? Are you sweating, dude? I, I am glistening from head to toe. <laughs> Actually, the reason why that extra commercial was in there is because I hit the wrong button again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, well, we haven't heard some of this for a couple of years, so that's cool. Anyway, um, if you didn't hear this week, uh, Byron Westbrook, of course, had the DUI last week that we talked about. But this week, his brother came out and... He uh, did? (laughs) That's pretty forward. Seriously, dude? Where did you read that? Is that why the Eagles cut him? His brother... I thought this was like 2010. Aren't people cool with that now? His brother, Brian Westbrook, told NBC Washington... (laughs) That it would be a dream come true for him to play for the Redskins. More importantly, with his, his brother. brother's dream. Now, let, wait. Let me get this straight. <laughs> Brian Westbrook, formerly of the Eagles, who has kicked our rears many, many times as a Philadelphia Eagle, has suddenly come out and said he wants to be on the Redskins. He said, "Quote what? It would be a dream come true." <laughs> it would be a dream come true. Now you got to keep in mind the Westbrooks are from the DC area, and he went to school. Right. He went to school in Maryland. Right. Born would you, really would you say they're Would you say they're from the east or the west side of DC? I don't know. Um, Which I side think, of the brook do you think they're, they're on? The west. Side. Um. Uh. Uh. I'd say they're from the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. East? South, maybe. I'd say they're from um, the so, north side. South side. The west side. Since they're Westbrooks. So, oh, uh, man. Was that what you were playing towards? Like we were just totally clueless? You were going for the whole west side Westbrook thing? Perhaps. I don't know, dude. That's, it's that's, 10 o'clock at night. Wow. The, so what do you guys think of... Way over my head. How do you guys feel about Westbrook versus CP? Um, I like, don't... Who should we keep? Hmm. Or who should you're saying should we keep Clinton Portis or should we pick up Westbrook or maybe uh, Ladanian Tomlinson? I'm saying um, if you had an all right throw 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 LT in there if you had an option which one would you take? LT. I know who I would take. I'd take LT. I would take LT. I'd take I'd take D. None of the above. <laughs> no, you have to take one. You, you have, have to pick you one. You have to take one, and you have to dip it in extra wing sauce. <laughs> 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 And you can't eat a celery stick or put ranch on No celery sticks, especially if you take LT. Who are you going to take? you got to run a 40. <laughs> um, uh, man. I would take LT. And after that, I would take Westbrook. And leading up to rear would be Portis because he seems like he doesn't even want to play football. Oh. Ouch. Oh. 
It's, it's, that's so? a tough one because Westbrook and Portis both suffered uh, concussions this past season. I don't know about LT ever having any concussions before. Me neither. So no. I would say Man. Portis and Westbrook can go be confused together and we take <laughs> LT. Dude, Portis Man, was really out don't for... Know. I don't like any of them at this point. Portis was out for over four weeks with a concussion. All right. All right, the here. Thing about Westbrook How about this? Is we know, I mean, Portis can catch, but Westbrook is a great pass catching um, running back, which is really great when you need to bail out your quarterback and do a quick throw. Every play. When your O-line sucks. Every play. So I'd, I'd have to – I I think I am leaning towards the Westbrook. Plus it's a dream West come Brooks. true for him to play in Washington, whereas Portis can't even get back from an injury four weeks after do- doctors have cleared him. Hey, let me just throw something out there, guys. True that. Because I don't know why. I just have, like, one of these feelings. But I'm just going to throw it out there. You tell me what you think about this. Did you Reggie watch the Karate Bush Kid Marathon? Washington, D.C. Reggie Bush comes to the Redskins. He's in – dude, he's with the Saints. I'm he's just a free saying. agent, though. Yeah, but I've read – it out. Re- I've read there that he's going to remain, but, you know. We'll see. Well, I'm throwing the thing it out there. with him is that someone – is going to offer him a lot of money. Um, and, and he's and one dude, of those guys that he's really talented. He has to have a coach that knows the right way to use him. He's one of those, right. new, those new but yet kind of throwback guys that, that are running backs and they're also wide receivers. And Sean Payton is brought in, has brought in yet, you know, another bit of competition for Reggie. But I mean, I just, I don't know that he would be happy staying in New Orleans, not being able to, you know, contribute as much as perhaps he feels that he should. I don't know. Um, I mean, Mike Bell and uh, Pierre Thomas out there both are rather injury-prone so far in their careers. So, I I don't know. Okay. If I had to pick between the four of them and I had an unlimited wallet, then I'd go with Reggie Bush in a heartbeat, if for no other reason that he's much younger than these other guys. He's still got upside. Well, Dan Snyder does have an unlimited wallet. He just jacks Here, up. Here's what I'm saying. And here's what I'm saying. have an unlimited uh, cap year. Who, mm-hmm. Who's the guy that as soon as the Steelers won the Super Bowl a few years ago said, by the way, guys, Antoine randall is coming to the Redskins next year. Who's the one that said that? You. That, that's me. That's right. I don't Did know. I have that it? same – I just have that same feeling about Reggie Bush. You didn't say that Antoine Randall was going to come to the Redskins and then suck. No, I just said he was coming <laughs> to the Redskins. <laughs> That's true. You did call it, though. I called it. Aaron, Josh called it. <laughs> I'm looking for the clip. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's like, which button is the hotkey? And he doesn't want to hit the wrong one. <laughs> be like I called it, and instead it would be like it's hard. Um, I called Drew it in any event. Yeah, <laughs> Drew Brees has already said he wants Ladanian Tomlinson to come to New Orleans. Well, then Drew Brees is going to get it because he's like the darling of Louisiana right now. I'm just telling. As well, he should be. But you know something we didn't talk about when we were talking about Sam Bradford. You know there were reports early to uh, jump back into something completely that we talked about earlier. Um, Sam Bradford, there were things out there that he uh, was going to have trouble. It sounded like playing for a team such as the Redskins, being that he is of a partial Native American, American Indian, First Americans um, heritage. 
And uh, apparently at the scouting combine, he came out and he said, oh, yeah, no worries. Well, dude, um, it also think... it also came out that he's only 116th Native American. My wife is 116th Native American, and you wouldn't know it. <laughs> so that's why it, well. it said his family was kind of surprised that they were making him the poster boy for that. Yeah. Um, well... We'll see how it works out if we unfortunate if, if we get him, which we shouldn't do, um, and mm-hmm. he has a problem with it, then he can uh, go play for the Cowboys. And you know what else Dude, he can be? Haven't you guys heard? We're, we're in the Great American Melting Pot. I mean, come on. The Great hey, American Melting Pot. Remember that song from like the 70s, Schoolhouse Rock type stuff? Great American Melting Pot. Great American Melting Pot. Remember that? No, but you know it was on the Karate Kid uh, marathon today, and John was going around singing. Um, oh, dude! <laughs> I yeah. am a man who will fight for your honor. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> dude. What was that other song from it? Uh, like a knight in shining armor. No, it's the same time song. The other song, the workout song, dude. When they're working out, yeah, like, it went like, like, you know, like I'm like, the best. Around and nothing's gonna ever take me down. Oh yeah, I'm the yeah, best. Yeah. You're the best. <laughs> around, never ever, never dirt you down. You're the best. Around. And he'd be like, like doing all the karate moves and whatnot, yeah. and learning wax on and wax off, like in the background with like sun setting behind him. And man, the, rest, the original Karate Kid movie was awesome. Yeah, but. That Knight in Shining Armor song was from Karate Kid 2, I'm pretty sure. And then when they had to replace Mr. Miyagi oh. because he died, man, that sucked. But that was like the fourth movie that they did, <laughs> and now they're making a remake of it. Like, none of those really count. Wait, Mr. Miyagi died? It's like, wait a minute, that's not Mr. Miyagi. Anyway, what I don't know how we got Pat on that, Marita but uh, let's move on to our next topic. Oh, yeah. Which I believe... Get you down, you're the best... Your favorite Which fatty I believe and there's mine. questions about BGH testing on the horizon. Yeah, your favorite fatty and mine, um, Albert Hainsworth. Um, hold on, let me play some music for this a little bit. BGH testing. BGH <laughs> testing. Hey, hey, hey. Anyway, your favorite fatty of mine, Fat Albert Hainsworth, has said that he could care less. If they test for HGH, which means he hasn't been using it, to which John. All right, now let me give some backstory before we get. Hold on, hold on. Let me give backstory on this on this before we go into uh, the reasons that he's saying that. Okay. Backstory on the HGH testing is uh, there is no. um, The only test there is for HGH right now is a bloodborne test, which means needles and drawing blood from players, which the NBA does, um, but. The other sports, especially football, the uh, the unions are pretty much just like, hell no, you're not going to stick our players with needles whenever you want to, or ever, to test them for drugs. They allow the piss test, no no bloodborne tests at all. Um, yeah. They So that's been a big, uh, a, a big issue with that, and they're still saying the same thing. So that's why they don't test for HGH yet. Although they're saying there were rumors that came out in the last week that there is a new HGH test that is not a blood test, and they'll be able to figure it out that way. But then it sounds like that ended up not uh, that ended up not being the deal. 
Okay, so, so and and the problem, just so that our our listeners know, the problem with HGH is it's illegal. <laughs> uh huh. I'm going somewhere with this. The steroids. The it's cheating. It is, it's cheating. And it's it's uh it's illegal. It's cheating. So, but it's cool. It's cool penis. that we do it to cows so they squirt more milk. That that's cool. Right? Yeah, that's cool. I'm all right with that. <laughs> I just can't do it to people. <laughs> cows aren't people, dude. No, but you're you're okay drinking drinking uh, cow's milk that's had that crap put in them. But but football players can't do it, so they can like you know bulk up. Is that right? Um. Yeah, that would mirror my thought. I thought we were talking about football. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What is this, PETA all of a sudden? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so you're saying, what you're saying, at the point you're trying to make is, we don't mind if animals are given stuff like that, but it's okay if football players take it? What? Yeah, the animals that we eventually eat or drink their products. But it's okay, it's not okay for us to take it directly. Something to think about. I'm saying it's not okay for them to take it directly because that would give them an advantage over the other players. Now, if they wanted to let all the other players take that, then, you know, I might be more open to it. And I like milk. Um, (laughs) And I like to eat cows, and I don't really care. Um, I like non-BGH at this point, just, just and I don't want to. I don't. uh, Um, So anyway, talking about HGH and being injected into football players, which is cheating, as we all know. Um, (laughs) So Albert Hainsworth has come out, and he's like, I don't care if you test or not. It doesn't bother me. And my point that I was going to make about that is, well, yeah, obviously it doesn't bother him because if he used the stuff, he wouldn't be hurt every other game. Hey, can I point something else out? He's not cheating. We know he's not taking steroids or doing HGH because he's always damn hurt. Josh, I don't think they put human growth hormone in cows. I think they they put put, bovine growth hormone. They should put BGH in football players. BGH, not HGH. We could have lactating linemen. (laughs) What I'm saying is it's not even the same drug we're talking about here. I know. All right. Moving on. Josh is our resident activist at Harry Hog Football. I'm the resident tree hugger. Moving on. <laughs> um, okay, moving forward. Noble Barnes, our our wonderful uh, Redskins band leader, um, played one song for 40 years yeah. straight. Uh, passed away. Yeah, Josh, you have the word on this, right? Yeah, Josh knows. Yeah. Um, Noble Barnes, who basically... Um, was he joined the Redskins marching band as a volunteer in 1940. Um, Good boy, uh, 1940? 1940. He was was with the band for like 45 years. 25 of those years he was the uh, leader of the Redskins marching band. Um, he, He did die today, I think, at the age of 87. Oh, wow. In his so Moorhead re- City, North Carolina home. So, so one, he was a true Redskins fan from North Carolina, which is great. Um, number two, he was the band with the band, and he was 
for part of that time the band leader all the way up to what 1985 so he was actually there for one of the Super Bowl victories exactly that's fantastic and he got to retire and and enjoy a couple more by watching them on TV or maybe even going to them that's cool we called him the noble noble Barnes so uh that's a neat name noble. noble what's your first name my name is noble great Anyway, that's a take classic a moment of silence. Name. That's, that's the kind of name. That's one of those great classic names. You don't get many of those anymore. That's right. Yep. Like, like yeah, it's, yeah, it's was, old school, but it's unique. He was a trombonist to begin with. So, anyway. And how many songs um, did he know how to play? I have no idea. But one. I do want to say that our thoughts go out to his family and friends for, uh, you know, adding so much to uh, Redskins history. Yeah, man, that's a true a fan, lot. dude. My, I think, yeah, my point on that—that that he got to see a Super Bowl at the end of his career as the band leader—is that he went through decades of really, really bad football with the Redskins. So I'm glad he got right. to see the, the Super. Bowl. Well, I guess he was there for the 1942 championship team, and then some really like two decades of just suckitude, <laughs> and then the team yep. started building back up. So that's cool. Do you know offense, but we've been the highs and the lows and the highs again. Dude, no offense, but we've been around for two decades of succotude. <laughs> That's right, and you know what that means? If we take his life as a snapshot, we look at that. You know, we started growing up when the Redskins were at their, their biggest highs of all, and now we've been going through the super succotude, and things are just looking up. Maybe. If history repeats itself, and it normally does, Things should look up for Redskins fans. All right. Um, that about closes it up. Um, I'm still one more thing I got to say. A shout out to Josh saying that I'm still going to kick his butt in the wing challenge and the 40 yard dash. And that will be on August the 7th or 8th at the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. And we got word this week that the dreaded Dallas Cowboys will be in town for that game. So all those freaks are going to be out of the woodwork to see their their team maybe but then again how many dallas fans are really going to be there who are they playing because one it's only going to be true dallas fans that go to an event like this because most dallas fans don't even know that the hall of fame exists what's Number the other two, team the game is in ohio and the team that they're playing is the Bengals. Oh, not dude. big fans of them because they only sign guys who have been to jail but it looks like we're going to be rooting for them because they're the other team. As we all know, our two favorite teams are the Redskins and whoever's <laughs> playing Dallas. So we're going to be rooting for the Bengals that day. And there's going to be a lot of Bengals fans there because it's in Ohio, even though they have to come cross state from west to east, east side. <laughs> and uh, so I don't – and, you know, we know there's going to be some true Redskins fans there like us who were there for the ceremony from the day before. So as we're walking around and Aaron's wearing the Dallas sucks flag as a kid, <clears throat> and and the Dallas fans are like trying to talk junk and we're just like whatever <laughs> we're gonna have all these Bengals fans be like yeah dudes woo <laughs> um, it's gonna be a very I, very interesting deal it's not gonna be anything like the Redskins Colts game two years ago that's for no sure. that was like football utopia and this is gonna be like the opposite. Yeah. Have the Bengals have the Bengals signed TO yet this year? Um, I bet they will. Put him and Ocho Cinco out there. 
think so. That's why did Tio really get Tio get cut or something? Tio got cut. Oh, dude. oh, I didn't hear. He that. was he He's was up. under a one year contract. He did not get re-signed. I should say. All right. So, well, uh, you guys got anything else before we wrap this thing up? Um, I'll take that as a no. I am the man who will fight for your honor. <laughs> I'll be the hero you've been dreaming of. Who are you saying that? Thing to? Is, like, was he singing? Was he singing that song? Sweep the leg. Sweep the Dude, leg, what, Johnny. Sweep the leg. Was he singing that song as he was standing before the judge or something? Like, I am the man who will fight for your honor. I am the man who will fight for. And then he your got honor? distracted, and he goes, "Your honor." John, are you singing that song as you're pumping your shake weight? Dude, I've been pumping my shake weight this entire podcast. <laughs> That's what that noise was. And I think shake we can weight. probably close on that. All right, let's close on that note. Let's wrap it up. Um, hail to the Redskins as usual. If you guys are going to be up to Canton to see Russ Grimm get inducted, send us an email so we can meet up. Um, check out the, check out the new website. Post some comments. Talk in the chat box. Do whatever you want. And we'll see you next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a cowboy, right. remember fan, we do. Hold on, hold on. But we do our podcast every week, fifty-two weeks a year, more or less. We do go through the entire offseason. So if you're looking for mostly factual information on the Redskins from a fan's perspective. Make sure you check out our podcast every week and check out harryhogfootball.com um, for updates throughout the offseason. Through the armpit right. of the offseason, through the taint of the offseason, all the way through the crack. That's right. That's harryhogfootball.com. Uh, also, if you feel like uh, donating to us and you would like to sponsor a podcast, meaning oh, that's right. we'll, we'll say things like, this week's podcast has been brought to you by, fill in your name here, um, there's a little donate button on our website. Just go and make a donation to us. Uh, it can be any amount, a buck, five bucks, whatever it might be. And, uh, we will, uh, we'll have you sponsor. We'll mention you on the, right. And if you work for something really funny, like, uh, um, that, that hemorrhoid place in Louisville, then, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll probably mention you an awful lot. We'll mention you an awful lot. Because, you know, the funnier the name of your company or who you are, then uh, the more mentions you'll get. And yeah. like most public radio stations, we do have we do have a program that allows your employer to match your donation. Uh, <laughs> they, they, too, can go on to the website and click the donate button and just tell them to fill in whatever amount that you put in. And that's how that works. So uh, that said, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan this week, you know what to do. Because we talk about nothing. We talk about nothing.